Welcome to A Word with Dr. Shirley, a podcast for faith, inspiration, and empowerment. A Word with Dr. Shirley starts now. Greetings, greetings, everyone. Welcome to A Word with Dr. Shirley. Thanks for tuning in today. My name is Dr. Shirley, and I am a wife, mother, Bible teacher, nurse, author, speaker, entrepreneur, and women's ministry leader. But most importantly, I am a servant of God. And I am so excited to be with you today as I interview this amazing woman of God who I have the privilege to collaborate with in ministry and call friend. With me today is Dr. Jasmine R. Gordon, who has recently joined my team at Beauty for Ashes Global Women's Ministry as a small group leader. Reverend Dr. Jasmine R. Gordon is a born Jamaican who resides in the U.S. She grew up being taught these four pillars in focus, which are God, family, education, and community service. These pillars are still her focus today. She is a servant leader and accomplished educator who earned three master's degrees in counseling, psychology, educational leadership, master of divinity, doctorate degree in education, and, and an honorary doctor of divinity. Divinity. She is a licensed ordained minister, certified Christian chaplain, a notary public, a published author, Christian life coach, public speaker, professional development specialist, and conference presenter. Dr. Gordon has served educators from different multicultural backgrounds and school districts. In Christian ministry, she serves as a preacher, a chaplain, a speaker, a mentor, a coach, an anointed Bible teacher, and Christian education course developer. Dr. Gordon founded Gordon Divinely Directed LLC, Soul Care Healing Ministry, Gordon Ministry School of Chaplaincy, Gordon Divinely Directed Academy. She has been recognized and honored for her accomplishments and contribution to Christian ministry, education, and the community. Her honors and awards include recognition from Atlanta City Council, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, Teacher of the Year, Public Broadcasting Atlanta, Academic Honors, Who's Who Among Students in American Universities and Colleges, among others. Her community services are numerous. Dr. Gordon is also a member of numerous professional organizations. So without further ado, please help me welcome Dr. Jasmine R. Gordon. Welcome, woman of God. Amen. Amen. <laughs> amen. Oh my God. That is funny. I sat here listening to the introduction. Mm. Thank you for the beautiful introduction. I sat here listening, and all I could think of is wow, look at God. My God. Look at God. I owe it all to God. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. No wonder he says that he chooses the foolish. My God. To confuse the wise. Mm. And he chooses the weak to confuse the strong. My God. Because I fit. Mm. I fitted in those categories. Without a doubt. Growing up. Jesus. I fitted in those categories and look at what the Lord has done. Amen. <laughs> Won't he do it? Like they say, <laughs> God is so faithful. He's so amazing. Look at and what the Lord has done. Amen. 
Amen. And this is just the beginning, woman of God. Oh There's my so gosh, much more. I'm telling you. <laughs> There's so this much is, more to come. This is just the beginning. And yes. I truly thank God for you, Dr. Shirley. Nothing happens by chance. That is my firm belief. Amen. Nothing happens by chance. Look at how God has just allowed our path to cross. And, you know, we have the same passion for ministry. Yes. And, you know, God just put it all together and it's just a beautiful thing. So to all our listeners out there today, <laughs> from whatever platform you are listening from, God will do it for you. Amen. All he requires is a willing heart. Yes. And I say that a willing heart is God's fertile soil yes. to work with, to sow in. So I'm very grateful. I'm thankful to be here with you this evening. And we are ready to talk about soul care healing. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, you know what? As you're talking about hearts and you know, uh, uh, the, the soil of our hearts. It's a beautiful way to segue into our topic for today, which is the topic of soul care, inner healing. Because yes. really, the heart is the central focus, is the central point of where all of this healing is going to take place and it, where it's necessary for it to yes. take place. And we're, this topic is so relevant because we're living in some trying and hard times. And People are going through so much around the globe, um, you know, from the, you know, from the aftermath of COVID to um, just loss. People are experiencing uh, sickness. People are facing just so much tragedy around the yes. globe and people are hurting and they're broken and many are looking for answers. Right. Yes. And so I feel like this topic today should help a lot of people and should help uh, sort of bring some aid to, you know, to this crisis globally where people are broken and and needing restoration for their soul. So I hope that the Lord will use you today. I know the Lord will use he you today. Will. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Gordon to help us shed some light on this topic of inner healing. So let's just get this conversation started. Could you just from your, you know, vantage point, your experience and your knowledge tell us what is inner healing? Because this is a concept that is not um, well taught. So it's something that we need to shed a lot of light on. So I'm sure a lot of people don't fully know what it is. If you can just help us with what is inner healing. I am so blessed to be here this evening to talk about inner healing. And you are perfectly right. It's not a concept or subject matter that is um, widely taught. Yeah. And I am just amazed. The Holy Spirit continues to teach me. Mm. He is my helper. He is my teacher. He is the one who has me down this path. Amen. I never heard of soul care healing. Mm. I never read about soul care healing. And we go to church and from time to time, the pastor may preach a sermon and might mention the soul, right? Mm -hmm. We know the soul never dies and the soul lives forever and all of that. But they never went in depth mm -hmm. 
to teach us about what the soul is. Right. Well, I am telling you from personal experience, as I was going through my own broken heart, mm. and as I was just seeking the Lord for healing, reading my Bible every day, Amen. and dwelling at the place called forgiveness, because mm. forgiveness is an essential component. Amen of this inner healing that we're talking about. And so one day, all of a sudden, after my devotion, and I love to spend quiet time in my devotion, you know, I just rest and allow the Holy Spirit to minister to me and all of that. And believe it or not, this is an expression we use in Jamaica. <laughs> believe it or not, I tell you, Believe it or not, the Holy Spirit ministered to me as clear as day mm. and said to me, soul care healing. Mm. And he says it's about the healing of the soul. Yes. The soul has to be healed. Mm. And, you know, I went, my prayer now, my, the focus of my prayer now took a different turn. Because I would always pray about my healing because mm. I was hurting so much on the inside. Mm -hmm. And the Holy Spirit helped me to realize, wow, there are so many others, even in the body of Christ, who are broken on the inside, desire healing, mm. but they have no one to turn to. Or maybe there are people to turn to, right? Like the pastor and whoever else. But sometimes individuals are in a place where uh you could say they are so ashamed mm. and so they don't want to disclose and share with anyone what they're going through mm. it doesn't have anything to do with you committing a sin that's not what i'm talking about so mm. many things can happen in our lives that cause our hearts to be broken mm. but whatever those circumstances are a broken heart is a broken heart that desires to be healed. Amen. And so the, 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 the direction of my prayer now was that I intentionally prayed for others who may be experiencing heartbreak and desire soul healing. Amen. Even I don't know who these people are, but the Holy Spirit let me know they're out there. And so I would pray for them. So inner healing, Dr. Shirley. Yes, ma'am. And for those of you who are out there listening to us today, inner healing is beyond physical healing, the physical healing of the body. That's not what we're talking about. Right. We need physical healing, of course, which I will mention later if I get the chance. But this inner healing, soul care healing that I am talking about, it's the inner healing of the soul and spirit. Mm. Because we are body, soul, and spirit. Amen. So the body needs physical healing. And the soul needs spiritual healing. 
And so that is the inner healing that I teach about. Because guess who takes care of the physical healing? The doctor, the medical doctor, right? Right. <laughs> he, he, has, he cannot take care of the spiritual healing. He cannot take care of the healing of the soul. Mm-hmm. And so God himself is the one who ministers that healing. I cannot heal anybody. It's only God who can. And he does it through the power of his word and Amen. his anointed servant whom he chooses. Amen. So that is the inner healing that we are talking about today. Soul care, inner healing, the healing of the wounded, broken, and shattered heart. My God. And I and I just thank you for shedding such beautiful light on that um, response. I do want to just highlight for those that may be tuned in that are questioning, what is the soul? What are the compartments of the soul? Like, what are we referring to when we talk about the soul? Because like you said, it's such a topic that's not really, you know, taught upon. I want to just bring clarity that when we when we're referring to the soul, what we're referring to are the compartments of the soul that is right. our mind, the and will. And it's very deep. You know, it's very deep. We won't be able to exhaust that today. But to, just to give a very brief insight on what is the soul. As I mentioned earlier, we are body, soul, and spirit. We are two main parts. Humanity is two main parts. The physical part which is our physical body that we can see. But the real person is the soul. Right. What is the soul? The soul is our mind, mm-hmm. our will, right. and our emotion. Correct. That is the soul. That is, I, that is the non-material. Mm-hmm. So the physical body is the material part of us, the soul is the non-material. It's not perishable. It lives forever throughout eternity. It cannot, will not die. It's going to live forever either in paradise with God or in separation away from God. But that basically is the soul, is the spirit part of us, which is our mind, our will, and our emotion and it's really very deep. I teach about that too, when I teach about mental health, because mm-hmm. our mental health is our emotional, psychological, and our social well-being, which is the soul. Correct. Yes. So. <laughs> yes. And yes, I thank you for that. And I think that's so important to delineate because, you know, when we think about what it means to be healthy, um, what it means to be um, you know, uh, stable, what it means to really um, be in a position where um, someone can, you know, look at you and put you in the category of someone that is well. It goes, like you said, it goes beyond our physical health. It goes beyond, you know, your blood pressure, or your, you know, your either your 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 lack of medication or your ability to exercise. We're we're moving beyond that, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about your your faculty your decision making faculty your 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 ability to feel your ability to manage your emotion the soberness of your mind your ability to say yes to oh god oh my god that is it's so powerful it's so listen. deep 
that your ability to say yes to God and no to the devil or vice versa, right? And so this is what we're the seat of your emotions, right? This is what we're talking about. And this is where we need to really park for a minute because there are many people walking around. They seem to have it. They seem to be well put together. They seem to have everything that would categorize them as being successful, uh, wealthy, or healthy. But yet, if we was to take the scope of God, if we was to take a spiritual microscope and go into their inner being, we would find a damage. My God, my God, my God. Wounded. And in some cases, wounded. This is how this is how I frame it, Dr. Shirley. Yes. Based on my own pain. My Mm -hmm. this is how I phrase it. And I said it in my book as well. Yes. I was broken. My heart was not only broken, it was wounded, Mm. shattered. Splintered to pieces, my broken, God. my God, wounded and shattered. Yes, and just like you said, and I go to church, and I'm part of the ministerial team, and oh, so well put together, function in all these roles. I am telling you. And who knew that my heart was wounded like that? No one, because hmm. I didn't tell anyone. Everybody hmm. looks up to me. My God. I tell I told no one. So just like you said, a lot of people going around and you look like everything is perfect, but mm-hmm. they're hurting on the inside. Yes. But yes. the pain, let me tell you about this inner pain. Mm-hmm. Why we why why inner healing, what it is and why it's so important. Yes. This pain, mm. even though no one is able to see it with the with the natural eyes they cannot see it they can't see the pain on the inside of your heart hmm. but guess what it manifests itself Listen, they can see the effects of it <laughs> yes they will it see manifest is gonna it man, manifest itself that's right in those areas i mentioned emotionally hmm. it's gonna manifest amen are you healthy emotionally? What is your emotion? What what emotion do you mm. put out there? Emotionally, it's going to show. Yes. Behaviorally, it's going to show. That's right. Cognitively, the way we treat people, it's going to show in our attitudes. Yes. And guess what? It will show in the physical as well. Mm. Because sometimes the heart can be so broken Yes. But guess what? Stress sets in mm-hmm. and it manifests itself in the physical. Yes. Oh, <laughs> this is this is really deep and it's it, wow. this goes really deep. And I think the overarching theme with um, inner healing is that most times people try to tackle the fruit of it, but not the root of it. Right. And so if they're dealing with insomnia, if they're dealing with anxiety, depression, if they're dealing with, you know, all, all of the manifestations, they try to get treatment for those things, realizing that they've put a Band-Aid on a surgical wound. You cannot put That's a Band-Aid right. on a surgical wound, right? You have um, to take the so, root out. Listen, you, you know, so they, they try to 
they try to tap into these temporary solutions that will give them temporary relief, but there will still be long-term effects if they never deal with the root of it. And the root of it is the is what's happening on the inside is what's happening in the core of their soul what happened when they were a child what happened you know uh when they were trapped when they had that traumatic traumatic experience in the past relationship what happened when they were traumatized on the job what happened you know when they thought that they should get a yes and they got a no they faced some rejection like all of these things that you know are affecting us one way or another if we're not dealing with it it deals with us whether we realize it or not and so that's why we have so many people on medication, you know, in, in cognitive therapy and getting counseling and they're trying to get to the, they're trying to figure out why am I feeling this way or why am I not feeling that way? And why, why, why am my relationship so tumultuous? And why am I so angry all the time? And it's like, well, yeah, if you can get to the why, if you can get to the root being what's going on on the inside, you will be free you will be free and you will I absolutely free. agree and the thing about it is there are those who seek counseling which is great yes. and it's we will see a, um, a counselor a certified counselor a, a psychotherapist and all of that all right and and that is great that is good however hmm. however some of these professionals Hmm. And and they are experts in what they do, of course. Right. They study for years and all of that, and they, they are certified and they have their license and so forth. But there are those who are not Christians. Hmm. So they don't have the insight of the Holy Spirit. My God. And so they can only deal with these matters on the surface. Wow. Surface meaning from the physical perspective. They don't have the knowledge and the tools and the insight and the heavenly wisdom to go what? Deeper. Mm. Because they do not counsel and, and um, they do not counsel individuals from the biblical mm -hmm. perspective and foundation. Right. They are not thoroughly, uh, they're not knowledgeable about what we're talking about here. Hmm. The soul, the heart and the soul coming from that perspective. So they go from the outside, they're dealing with the outside. Hmm. From my perspective, from my approach as a coach, my as a coach and minister hmm. and teaching about soul care, inner healing, I go from the inside. Amen. Amen. And you because know, that when you go from the inside and take care of that root and all of that, and you're healed on the inside, now that reflects and manifests on the outside, and you're able to function um, effectively Amen. in all those areas of your life. And it is, it is the desire of God. He says it in... Um, in third John, mm. he says, it is my desire yes. that you prosper Even as and be in what? Good, good health. health. That's right. Good health. <laughs> Even as your soul prospers. Yes. Oh, Jesus. Thank Amen. you. Amen. You know, there's a couple of things that came to mind as you were speaking. One, 
you know, um, I believe this scripture is in First Samuel where God says, you know, man looks at the outward appearance, but God I look looks at the, the heart. Listen, God sees the state of us, the real us, right? Like when we show up, when we walk into a room, when we are amongst peers, family member, you know, people see who we want them to see or what right. we allow them to see, but they don't see us as we really are. God sees us as we really are. And because he sees our true state, which is our spiritual state, yes. he is the best. He's the one with, he's the only one really that can heal us in that yes. state. That's the, that's the version of us that he sees. That's the and version he, that's his desire. That is his that desire. We be whole, we be healed and we be whole. Yes. Oh, what a beautiful and Ultimately, thing. his desire is for us to look like his son. Right? Absolutely. Look like Jesus. And when we look at Jesus, we saw a man, he was wounded in his flesh, but never in his soul. We right. <laughs> saw a man that he took, you know, that took stripes so that we could be healed. Right. And so he was whole in every sense. And even though the Bible even tells us not one of his bones was broken, you know, right. to really show the wholeness of Jesus. Yes. So he carries that healing that we so desperately need yes. for our soul. And I and I just want to, you know, ask this next question because this conversation is getting really good. Um, so you know, for people <laughs> for people, you know, who are saying, Yeah, you know what, I think this might apply to me, but I, I want some practical like examples of like how do I identify like the areas within my soul that need healing like like those manifestations that you were talking about if you can speak to that a little bit for people that are wondering you know how do they identify that okay so as I said this is deep 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 it takes weeks and weeks and lots of sessions of teaching yes yes <laughs> but as I said previously the soul is spirit yes the soul is not physical. Mm -hmm. So those of you out there who are all over these various platforms who are listening to us, this is really interesting. The soul is spirit. It's not the physical body. Amen. And so we learn that we are spirit. We possess a soul, but we live in a body. And the Holy Spirit just reminded me of this scripture. I don't remember where it is found now. But the scripture says, God is spirit. And they who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The real me, the real Jasmine Gordon. It's not what you're looking at now. I am spirit. I possess a soul yes, and I live in a body. It is our emotion, hmm. it's our psychology and the social, as I said, the soul is our emotional, psychological and social well-being. And so mm -hmm. um, the areas, how do I know that my soul is not well? How do I know hmm. that someone's soul is not well how can i look at someone mm. and without judging them jesus know that the soul is not well mm. because here is what the bible says the holy spirit is reminding me of this scripture where the word of god says that we should not judge 
We should not judge. But this is how I have coined it as the Holy Spirit continues to work with me and teach me. If you expose your heart, I mentioned the systems, the five systems earlier, the behavioral, the physical, the emotional, the psychological, and the spiritual. Those five systems are the five makeup of, of who we are. Right. If the soul is not well, hmm. to whatever degree the soul is not well, it's going to manifest in one of those five areas. Amen. Another thing is by our behaviors, Dr. Shirley. Yes. The way we behave, the way we conduct ourselves, the way we treat people, mm. our attitudes, our, all of those, those, those manifestations expose mm. our hearts. My God. Let me say that again. Mm. We expose our hearts by the way we treat people, by the way we behave, the way we act, by our attitudes. So without judging someone, hmm. do, you, do you see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. <laughs> without judging someone, it can be easy to tell hmm. that someone's soul needs healing. Jesus. Someone's heart is broken. Mm. And it's like they're acting out. Mm. Okay. It's what's going on on the inside is manifested, acting out. And sometimes they have no control. Right. No mm. control. You're acting out because that's what's going on on the inside. So that is my, uh, my response to the question. How yes. can we identify that someone's soul need healing? Yeah, yeah, that's a good response. And and I think you know, if I was to summarize what you said, you know, especially with the five systems you mentioned, which is great, um, is that you know, there's there's going to be some in, like ultimately when you are whole and when you are well. All those five systems work together harmoniously, right? Harmoniously. Harmoniously. Yes. Nothing broken. <laughs> nothing broken. Nothing damaged. No imbalance. Harmoniously. Yes. Yes. And guess what? Mm -hmm. Go on if you weren't finished. No, no. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, you know, so when we find that there is an imbalance in those systems and, you know, it takes us to be honest with ourselves. It takes us to be humble enough to go before God to say, God, I'm not well in this area. Like before you right. go to anyone else for help, your first, the first step should always be to go to God first because he's go your maker. He created us, right? Yes. The Bible says he formed us in yes. our inward parts in our mother's wombs. And so God knows all the intricacies about us. There's things that he knows about us that we don't even know about ourselves. So he is the First stop always, right? And by through the help of the Holy Spirit, sometimes we don't know what to pray. We don't even know how to formulate the prayer. So if you lean into the Holy Spirit, he will give you the words to say and he will lead you to, you know, scriptures, which we'll, we'll talk about different scriptures that the Bible gives to speak to this. Um, but first and foremost, going to God, right? And, and allowing him to 
bring that balance that is so desperately needed so that, you know, all the areas of our lives can work the way God intended. Like the scripture you talked about where it says, even as your soul prospers, prospers. When I, when I hear the word prosper, I'm thinking like flourishing. I'm thinking life. I'm thinking growth. I'm thinking abundance. I'm thinking beauty. Like these are all the words that are coming to my mind when I hear that word. That word was very intentional. It is very intentional. I noticed I jumped. My spirit in me jumped when you mentioned all of those words, in particular the word flourish, because that is the word God gives me for this year. Mm. Flourish. My God. That's the word. Oh, oh my gosh. And the thing is, um, this balance that we're talking about, if any one of these five systems Hmm. is not functioning right, something is not right with any one of those uh, five systems, there is not total um, harmony. There is not total, there's not balance, right? And it is God's desire that we we ev- everything work in harm every part yes. works in harmonious whole. Yes. And yes. the Holy Spirit has a way of bringing the scriptures to me, the right scriptures at the right time yes. and the right situation. But a lot of times I don't remember specifically where the scripture is found. Mm-hmm. The scripture he brings to me now is the scripture that's where he likens the church to the human body. Mm. And he talks about the various parts of the body, Mm -hmm. right? The eye cannot say to the hand, you are more important. And the the mouth cannot, you know, and he would name various uh, parts of the body and says none is more important than the other. Right. If the thing, if a finger hurts, mm-hmm. it affects the whole body system. That's right. If 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 your if your eye hurts, it affects the whole body system. That's right. It has to. Every part has to be perfectly well and whole for the body to function effectively. Yeah. And it is the same with what we're talking about now, the soul, the healing of the soul, all parts of us is God's desire that we'd be perfectly well so we can function harmoniously because if the body is physically hurting, Mm. it cannot effectively function. Oh, you know, I was just thinking to myself, as it is in the natural, so it is in the spirit. And I think, you know, sometimes people make the Bible and Christianity to be way more difficult than it actually is. It's really not that hard to understand. Jesus and God is not that hard to relate to if we just, again, humble ourselves and allow him to teach us. Because if you can understand the simple concept of nature of pain in your body, and when you feel pain in your body, what is happening? That's your body telling you something is wrong. Pay attention. Yes. Let's look into this. Let's let's go to the doctor. Let's right. get an x-ray. Let's run some tests. Let's, you know, let's get a close-up. Let's take a look on the inside. Hello, somebody. Even in the natural. It cannot function effectively. Listen. 
And that is why people have to take sick leave from work. Yes. Because you're having pain in the knee or you fall and hurt your back mm -hmm. or whatever. The body, it cannot, it affects the whole system. Yes. So likewise with the soul and the spirit. Yes, yes. If there is brokenness on the inside, we cannot effectively function if right. we are not healed and whole. I love it. I'm telling yes. you. I so, do too. And so, so the healing. <laughs> Amen. And so in the same way that we're not going to stay at home for hours and days and months and weeks in pain and not get medical attention. That's exactly. Never so why do we feel it's okay to carry around uh, anger, bitterness, unforgiveness for years? Right. And think that that doesn't require attention. No, it does. That's pain. We know that who the healer it. is. Amen. We that, know. You know, so we all of those subjects you mentioned a while ago are in my book. Amen. Amen. As a chapter, right? Amen. And so, yeah, out of my brokenness, this yeah. this book was written. It's it's four hundred and something pages. Amen. Amen. And so, you know, if we wouldn't in the natural put up with that kind of pain without getting aid, then why are we dealing with it in the spirit? And he desires that we be healed. Listen. Do you know what the, the word of God says? Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if it's Exodus or where, but this is how the Holy Spirit treats me, right? So <laughs> this is the scripture he brings to me now. Yes. Where the word of God says, if... Notice that's conditional now, right? Mm -hmm. If is conditional, mm -hmm. it means God is calling on me to do something, then he will do something. And this is what the scripture says. If my people who are called by my name, yeah. who are called by my name mm -hmm. shall humble oh, themselves. Yes. I'm going to count them. Shall humble themselves, pray, Turn from their wicked ways. Yes. Seek my face. Four things. Jesus. He says, then will I heal. Mm -hmm. I will hear from heaven. My God. I will forgive your sins. Yes. I will heal your lands. Amen. You know, so it is his desire. It is in his plan for us. It is in his promise for us. And we just need to seek him. Amen. And I and I just want to pause for a moment and really shed some light on this point is that for someone who is tuned in and who maybe you're not aware on how all inclusive this the Bible is, the word of God is all inclusive. It has everything you need. Right. Including medicine for your soul, including scriptures that support the notion that God is your healer. Right. Like Jeremiah 30, 17 says, but I will restore to you health and yes. heal your wounds. Yes. Psalm 147, 3. He heals the brokenhearted and binds yes. up their wounds. Yes. I love it. You know, and so there's so much there's so much the scripture has to say to us on this topic. And so if you've been someone, you've been on a journey dealing with, you know, spiritual wounds and a broken heart, and you're wondering, how can this Bible help me? Sir, ma'am, whoever you are, I want you to know it can help you a lot, right? Yes. We can just look at David who calls, you know, God, the restorer of his soul, right? 
I mean, there's just scripture upon scripture that supports this idea that God, matter of fact, one of my favorites, Psalm 34, 18 says, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and yes, yes. the spirit. And so the thing about it is the enemy has come in and he's deceived us to think that in those moments when we are broken, that's when God is the furthest from us. But that's a lie. He is actually closest to us. Yes. <laughs> he is near the broken heart. He is closest to us in those moments where we find ourselves in trouble and broken and in pain. That's when his presence is so tangible, right? That is not the time to, to think that God is far from you and God is punishing you and God doesn't love you. The devil is a liar. He loves you immensely and he's closer to you than you think, right? And, and not so only is he near Yes, but the Holy Script, the Holy Spirit is reminding me of this scripture. He is near, but he's also taking action. Oh yes, the, the Holy Spirit says um, this scripture here, uh, where Jesus says, "Behold, mm. look, I'm standing at the door, mm -hmm. and I'm knocking. Amen. Mm. I'm knocking. I stand at the door, and I am knocking." I'm not going to break your door down. I'm mm -hmm. not going to force it open. I am knocking. And if you open the door, mm -hmm. I will come in and I'll fellowship with you. So for those of you who are out there, as Dr. Shirley says, you just need to take that step. Mm -hmm. It is conditional. Mm -hmm. Take that step, go to God. You might not know what to say, but the Holy Spirit is your mediator. And mm -hmm. he, and Jesus is, he, he knows what you have need of. Amen. You just need to willingly, humbly go to him and say, Lord, you know what I have need of. You know what I am going through. You know my heart is broken. You know why it is broken. Mm -hmm. I'm crying out for healing. Will you please heal me? Will you send someone to help me? Amen. Will you lead me to someone? Make it happen for me, God, and it will happen. Amen. And, you know, as you're speaking, again, it's like I can see, you know, this concept of, you know, God being our doctor or, you know, Jesus being our doctor um, and, and almost like the Holy Spirit being the nurse. <laughs> Jesus yes. prescribes, yes. The, Jesus gives the prescription and then the nurse administers it, right? The Holy Spirit uh, administers that that scripture to you, right? Or brings it to your remembrance. And, and, and I see every scripture as being a remedy, right? As being yes. uh, one of many things that the Lord prescribes for our healing. And I want to make this clear. Now, the same way two people can go into a doctor's office, they both have pain but they can get two different prescriptions because the source of one, one person can have nerve pain and another person can have pain in their bones, right? Like the, the, or a surface pain, like a, a pain that's topical on their skin that doesn't require the same treatment as nerve pain would require, right? And so they're going to get two different prescriptions because the source of their pain is different. And, and so the, the pathway to treat their pain is different. So what worked for so-and-so it's not going to work for you. This is why Amen. it's important for you to you to go into the presence of the Heavenly Father and get Amen. your prescription. And, yes. and whatever he says to do, do, do it. it. That's, <laughs> that's what Mary, that's what Mary told the attendants at the of, at the um, at the wedding. 
Yes. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. Do it. As, as you were speaking, you know, the Holy Spirit is reminding me of the scripture where it says that Jesus, he's our great physician. Yes, he is. Oh my gosh. Yes. He's the one who makes this body. Yes. He knows it inside out. He knows everything about it. He is the great physician. He's the great physician. Who and can fix every situation. Listen, and, and we have no qualms. We have no hesitation to walk into any physician's office in the natural, especially when we believe we believe so while we're doubting we cannot we doubt we you know what the word of god says in james yes. in james chapter one the word of god says uh and i'm rephrasing it right it is it says that if you go to god asking for anything to ask for anything and you don't believe mm -hmm. do not expect to receive that's right mm -hmm. Yeah. So it comes with faith, believing that he can. Listen, and it the same amount of faith and expectation we put, again, as it is in the spirit, so it is in the natural. Someone needs to get this in their spirit today. You don't think twice when you walk into that doctor's office because you believe in their credentials. You right. believe in their expertise. You mm -hmm. believe in the testimonies of maybe other people that have told you, Dr. So-and-so is great. And right. so you go in there, you heard the testimony, you read it, you know their credentials, and you you're actually expecting them to give you what you went in there for. You have no doubt that whatever they prescribe is going to work. That's take, right. Listen, take that and give it to God. And Amen. watch him come Amen. through you. <laughs> you, not only are you going to be healed, the thing I love about God, he doesn't just heal you. He makes He makes you become an agent of healing. That's right. That's right. Right? That's he, right. The woman at the well, she, yes. he didn't just deliver her. She became an agent. She yes. became an agent for the kingdom. She went on to speak of him and tell the others about him in her town, a yes. town that had essentially rejected Jesus and God and they were isolated from, you know, kingdom, the the, the whole idea of this kingdom, the, the, the kingdom of God. But through her, right, a whole village, a whole town came to the knowledge of Christ. She had a powerful testimony. One encounter with that Jesus. That was undeniable. One encounter, that's all it takes. Amen. And so for someone today, you know, we're, we're all we're saying is all we're encouraging you to do is to go into the presence of God. Go to that doctor's visit. Go into the physician's presence. Get your prescription. Right. Humble yourself. Just like, you know, if you were sick, you wouldn't. At least I hope you're not going to make a choice not to get medical attention for your ailment because you don't want to stay home and know what the other side of you not going to the doctor would result in, right? It could lead, it could be fatal. It could, you know, lead to complications. It's going to get worse over time. If you don't deal with what's been dealing with you, or if you don't deal with the things that are going on within you, it's ultimately going to deal with you in the long run, right? Right. So, you know, we're hoping that as a result of this conversation, one of the takeaways is that you understand the need for the presence of God when it as it relates to healing. And I want to give you, Dr. Uh, Jasmine, an opportunity to speak to someone right now, you know, who is dealing with, you know, who needs inner healing and they're really broken, they're really hurting and they need some advice. What words would you have for them right now? 
My advice is two words. Seek help. Amen. <laughs> seek help. It is okay yes. to seek help. Mm. And there are those, myself included, when I was going through, mm. I didn't seek help. Mm. The help I sought was from God. Mm. Daily, you know, praying, fasting and praying, dwelling in the word, and even in my brokenness, ministering to others. Amen. To help them. But mm -hmm. I was so ashamed, as I said earlier, you know, and how people look up to me and uh, I'm so very busy acting, doing all this stuff. You know, I'm just saying, and the professional I am and all of that, I'm, I was ashamed. Mm. I would not tell anybody I was hurting, I was broken. Yes, Jesus. And my brokenness happened in the church. Mm. You see, and I will not go into that now, but I was so denied. Let me tell you, individuals seeing the anointing of, uh, uh, the, the anointing of the Holy Spirit upon you, hmm. the gift and graces that you carry, hmm. do you know that that can cause others hmm. to deny you, hmm. to throw um, stumbling blocks in your way and all that stuff? But God is who he is. God is God. Amen. Mm. But I am saying seek help. Yes, Lord. Ask for help. Put the shame aside and focus on the health of your soul. The health of your soul. Do you know the perfect example we have is Jesus? Yes. Jesus himself throughout his time on earth during his ministry, there were times when he needed help. Mm. On several occasions, yeah. Jesus needed help. Amen. <laughs> he Amen. called on his father for help. He called on his disciples for help. He needed help. Yes. There are some things we can handle on our own and by ourselves, but there are other things we cannot handle by ourselves. And if we look at it from the physical perspective too, you can have some physical ailments mm -hmm. and you can handle it on your own by yourself mm -hmm. by taking what we call home remedies. Amen. There are other ailments we have and we have to go to the doctor. The same is true in, is true in the spiritual. Yes. We might be able to deal with some situations by fasting and praying, dwelling in the word, but there are other situations that we will need to seek the help of others. Mm -hmm. Whether it's your pastor, if you have a pastor, a friend, mm -hmm. a family member, a counselor, a coach, but seek help. Amen. And God will direct you to the person or he will direct the person to you. Another way for help, Dr. Shirley, I would say is find a good book. Mm -hmm. Whatever the circumstances that you are dealing with, there are books out there on so many topics. Amen. Find a good book, a good book that will be very resourceful for you. Read it and apply what the book says. And of course, your greatest helper mm -hmm. is the Holy Spirit himself, Amen. and he will minister to you. Amen.
Amen. And what you just gave us were all part of the prescriptions, right? <laughs> the yes, prescriptions that, yes. that the Lord would give <laughs> us. I love it. I love it. This was so amazing, Dr. Jordan. Dr. Jasmine, I said Jordan, forgive me, um, Dr. Jasmine. And I want to give others the opportunity to know how to get in touch with you if they would like your services, your products. You offer so much to um, help people that are dealing with this topic. And so if you can just tell them how to get in touch with you and, and also access some of your products, that would be great. Yes, thank you so much for the opportunity, Dr. Shirley. One of the easiest ways to get to me is through my website. It is drgordonministries.org. On my website, you will learn a mighty lot about me, <laughs> about all the things I do in education as well as in ministry, and all the resources and all the um, and all the courses that I teach. I have an academy, as a matter of fact, and it is registered with the state and it is also accredited. And mm -hmm. there are a lot of courses that I teach and soul care, inner healing is one of the areas in which I teach and I coach. As I said earlier, I am a transformational life coach. And so I coach in that area one-on-one -on -one, as well as small group coaching, dealing with uh, ministering to individuals so that they can break through this deep inner pain and mm. be healed and whole. And as I said, I cannot heal anyone. God himself is the one who does the healing, but he uses me. He ministers to me to minister to them. Praise God. And so my book also, you will find on my website it is a ministry of healing in itself especially chosen to be broken for purpose dr shirley i have come to realize that my brokenness was for a divine purpose Amen. because out of that brokenness soul care inner healing ministry was born mm. Mm. in my home it was launched mm. february 2012 in my home my and it has grown exponentially where i now minister to individuals globally because there are individuals out there who need healing so Amen. for those of you who are out there reach out to me i am very very much available and my heart's desire is that you be healed thank you dr shirley so much for this opportunity to partner with you to touch lives and make a difference, to impact, influence, and transform lives. Amen. The kingdom of God. <laughs> That's right. Thank you, woman of God, for you know saying yes to uh, my request for us to do so together. And it's been such an honor and a pleasure to work alongside you. And for us to really, you know, do whatever the Lord leads us to do to help people. Um, that are hurting around the globe. And so 
Thank you for everyone that have tuned in today. You know, this is all we have for you. And I pray that something that was said resonated with your situation and your spirit and leads you one step closer to Jesus. If you are tuned in today and have not committed your life yet to Jesus as your Lord and Savior, my prayer is that you would make that decision today. According to Romans 10, 9, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. There is no better decision that will guarantee you the best possible life on earth. And when you leave this earth, after you've made this decision, I encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church that will help you to grow spiritually and be all that God has created you to be. And for the ladies that are tuned in, and if you're looking for a support system, a group of women to fellowship with and grow spiritually, please connect with us at Beauty for Ashes Global Women's Ministry. We offer a variety of ways that you can do just that, from virtual small groups, monthly girl talk sessions, conferences, retreats, and so much more. We have so many ways to help you grow spiritually. Visit our website today at www.beautyforashes-global.com for all the ways that you can partner and connect with us. God bless you until we meet again. Thanks for listening to A Word with Dr. Shirley, a platform for faith, inspiration, and empowerment. To connect with Dr. Shirley, follow her on Facebook or Instagram at Dr. Shirley Lefebvre, or visit her website at www.drshirleyphd.com. God bless.